Destinations Beyond Expectations is powered by Group Experience. Visit groupexperience.com to learn how to build your travel tribe. Welcome to DBE. This is Stevie G, and you're listening to the podcast designed for students of travel. Make sure to check out Destinations Beyond Expectations at dbetravel.com. That is the podcast's official website and has some great blogs, the entire episode library, a button to support the show through Patreon, and a lot more. No matter if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher, I invite you to hit that subscribe or follow button. And if you can rate and review, that really helps this show bubble up in searches. Of course, Destinations Beyond Expectations is on Facebook and Instagram, so pop over there and give the show a follow. Has a trip to the Lone Star State been on your mind? Looking to visit a city known for great music, fun nightlife, and delicious barbecue? My guest this week is Elise Nicole from itselisenicole.com. Elise is someone who loves to travel, but today we're covering a destination close to her current home of Pflugerville, Texas. That's right, we're covering the dynamic, electric, exciting city of Austin, Texas. I really enjoyed talking about the history, music, food, outdoor activities, and more for visitors to experience in Austin. So let's get to the show. Here's my chat with Elise from the Elise Nicole blog. Elise, welcome to Destinations Beyond Expectations. Thank you so much for stopping by the show. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. So you live right by Austin, and uh, it seems to be one of those trendy places to visit right now in the U.S. Would you agree that more people seem to be interested in visiting Austin now, maybe more so than five or ten years ago? And why do you think people are raving about Austin as a destination to visit? Well, uh, my husband and I, we've actually only lived here for almost nine years now. So we're a little bit part of the, the new people that's coming in. Um, but since we've been here, uh, we have noticed a steady influx of like new visitors and residents um, that we've noticed. And I think the reason for that is a bunch of festivals that we have down here are starting to get more attention than they already had, which was a lot, <laughs> but they're becoming even more well-known and um, a lot of big businesses that are moving here. Um, so it's making people want to move here for more career opportunities too. So I believe that's what's causing like so much of a new influx of people coming in. So you mentioned, you know, Austin is known for its festivals and it's growing in business. Um, also though, for those that might not know, Austin is the capital of Texas. Um, are visitors able to tour the Texas State Capitol building, and are there any other experiences or sites in Austin relative to it being the capital for visitors to explore? Uh, yes, you are actually able to visit the Capitol. Um, I think it's open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. or maybe 7 p.m., um, but they are taking safety precautions due to COVID right now, but it's still available right now. Um Funny enough, I still have not visited the Capitol <laughs> out of all this time that we've lived here. Um, things just keep coming up pretty much every time we plan to go. Uh, so we do plan on going. It's really beautiful from all the pictures I've seen. Um, Lyndon B. Johnson, his um, presidential library is here um, since he was from Johnsonville, 
I believe it's Johnsonville, Johnson City, Texas. <laughs> um, so his presidential library is here. That's a nice thing to visit. It's on UT's campus. There are a lot of only in Austin things to do, I guess. Um, rare to Austin type of sites that people can visit. Um, one would be visiting the Congress Bridge to see the bats fly out every sunset. We have uh, the largest urban population of Mexican free-tailed bats in the world that live here in Austin under our bridge. <laughs> but uh, every sunset, they fly out in this huge cloud. It looks like storm clouds in the sky, and it's 1.75 million of them. Um, they live here from spring till the fall and then head back down to Mexico and then come back every year. So that's pretty cool to me, at least. Yeah, um, that, a lot of people tend to like it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really unique. Um, is there a certain time that they come out every day? Or are they on a, like a their own internal schedule or is it kind of random when they come in and out? How's the best way to kind of view that, the, that bat experience? It's almost always right at sunset. Uh, so I know sunset can vary from day to day, but it's usually right when the sun goes down is when they decide to come out and eat and they eat a bunch of bugs. But um, the best way to view it is either standing on Congress Bridge or taking a paddle boat, canoe, kayak, any of those things on Lady Bird Lake and actually being on the water for them to come out above you. It's really cool both ways. Yeah, it sounds absolutely incredible. I mean, you talk about uniquely Austin things to do, and this is one of them. Is there anything else that is uh, just a very Austin thing to do that jumps out to you, kind of like the the bad experience? Uh, Yeah, well, we used to have some really, like, Austin-only murals, but people being people... (laughs) Um, have messed those up recently uh, so we don't have as many anymore but the I love you so much mural is one that's really popular for visitors to take a picture in front of you're my butter half it's two little pieces of butter on a (laughs) slice of toast Uh, that was a popular one it's getting fixed right now Um, and then the hi how are you sign and I'm going to mess this up it was done by a musician while he was here on tour and um, he just randomly painted it on the side of a building. Luckily, the building was a fan of his and so it's been up this whole time. That hasn't been messed with, luckily. Um, so murals are a really fun thing to do here um, and we have some that you can only get in Austin, like pictures of in Austin. Um, Another thing is that Austin is the true live music capital of the world, despite what that Tennessee city says. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you can find live music everywhere. Like you can be in the library, at a park, or even at Whole Foods, and there's going to be somebody performing live inside or outside. Um, You can also... My favorite thing to do that no longer exists currently is coming back soon. They're just relocating was our graffiti park. And so how this came to be, it was supposed to be an apartment complex, but it didn't get built. It only had like the foundation and a few walls built and then construction just completely halted. 
and the owner of the property decided to let graffiti artists take over to keep them from spraying up and tagging the buildings and businesses around. Um, they told them that they could feel free to tag um, these walls and all of that or just do whatever they want. Um, just leave the businesses alone. And so it became an attraction around town. People would come and do these like beautiful murals and all this kind of stuff. It was three tiers um, because it was on the side of a hill. Um, so you can walk up this very steep hill. There's <laughs> a little bit of an adventure to get up there, uh, but it's right in the middle of town, but you felt like you were out in the wilderness um, trying to climb up to the top. But once you got to the top, it was the best view of downtown Austin in pretty much the whole city. Um, unfortunately, the neighbors in that neighborhood started complaining about parking issues and just the people being over there in general. So they had to close it down recently, but it's being rebuilt. Well, I guess you can't rebuild something that was never actually built, but it's being moved um, to South Austin in an, an area that's not by anything basically so people won't have a problem with it so i can't wait for that to open up so we can go there because that is a really really fun thing to do on the weekend yeah i mean that sounds like a great solution to allow people to kind of express themselves through their art without you know um damaging any businesses or anything like that uh it, as a guest to, to show up there and see the graffiti, is that a fee or is that something that you can do for free? Completely free. Um, there's even like bottles, spray bottles there, that, well, spray cans there that you can um, use yourself. Uh, it's 100% free. Uh, so it was really great to do. So I want to ask you about something you had mentioned just a couple minutes ago, and that was that Austin is a huge music city. Um, what kind of music are you going to find? Is it a lot of country? Is it a lot of uh, maybe some like rock or new? Like what kind of music uh, are you going to hear if you're walking down the street in Austin? Just about everything. Um, country, rock, hip-hop, R&B, jazz, like literally well, not literally, almost everything. <laughs> um, depending on pretty much what side of town, what district you're in. Um, if you're closer to maybe downtown, towards the west, it might be more like techno music going on. Uh, if you're closer to the east, it might be more hip hop, R&B. Up closer by the domain area, you can find pretty much anything there. Sometimes um, country, sometimes, I guess, pop music. And then there's a few pockets that have live jazz all the time, which is really nice. Yeah, I love it. It sounds like a, a good mix of, of everything, really. Um, and of course, we'll hear those kind of music and, and different musics at night. And, of, and we know Austin's a really fun time and a fun city. Tell me about the bars and the nightlife that uh, people love Austin for. Well, nightlife, um, there's been some pretty interesting places to enjoy nightlife since we've lived here. Um, we haven't been around that much lately, uh, but when we were out 
effectively. Um, there's a ton of speakeasies around town. Um, and if people don't know what speakeasies are, they're basically secret bars that you have to know either the password or how to get in to get in. <laughs> Um, but there's a lot of those around. Some are hidden inside restaurants. Um, one that is known, so it's okay if I say this. <laughs> it's a floppy disk repair store is what it says on the outside. But you have to know the code to get in. And it is very hard to get that code. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of those. And... Then there's different districts, like I was saying earlier. Um, one drawback with the nightlife here, though, is that since Austin is a college town, things close down pretty early, around like 2 a.m., to keep the college students out of more trouble. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, there's uh, as I was saying, there's different districts, 36th, um, which is... 6th Street West of South Congress Avenue. Um, that's where mostly the younger college student scene is. Um, there's actually three speakeasies on that street alone. Um, and if you're ever over there, be sure to get a slice of pizza from Ropolo's Pizza. It is delicious. <laughs> and then on West 6th Street, that used to be the quote unquote classy side of town. Um, but it's starting to change a little bit. It's not crazy or anything, but it just has a different vibe now. And uh, a cool bar over there is called Valhalla. And it's an arcade bar where you get to play all the games for free with the purchase of a drink or food. Um, I really love that place. And then other notable areas around uh, for nightlife are 4th Street, Rainy Street, which used to actually just be a neighborhood, and they turned all the houses into bars. <laughs> so it looks like you're walking down a neighborhood street, but they're all actually bars. Um, then there's 2nd Street, which is the more upscale side. Um, people will wear more like suits, dresses, that kind of stuff um, to hang out over there. And if you're looking for more of a lounge vibe, I would recommend the historic Victory Grill. It's on East 11th, close to Franklin Barbecue, which is a really famous place here. Um, they usually host like poetry nights, live music, open mic nights, that kind of stuff there. But it's really cool. Awesome. So you actually brought up pizza and barbecue in your answer talking about the different bars and places to see with the nightlife. But I want to know a little bit about the food around Austin. What what kind of food is Austin known for? And what are a few of your favorite restaurants that you'd recommend to a visitor around town? I think Austin is most known for barbecue and Tex-Mex probably. Um, but you can get just about any food here, like any style, any ethnicity, just any food. Um, but if Tex-Mex and barbecue are your two preferences, I feel that everybody should stand in line at Franklin Barbecue at least one time in your life. It's like a rite of passage down here. Um, the waiting line is actually like part of the experience. It's more like a tailgate situation going on. 
and people bring their lawn chairs, coolers, music, cards, all this kind of stuff and just hang out. And they're doing all this, just waiting on the restaurant to open so that they can have a good spot in line when it opens because once it runs out, that's it for the day. They're not, they can't make more food because it smokes like 24 hours almost. Uh, so once they're done with the food for that day, Aaron Franklin, who is the owner, he goes and starts smoking the food for the next day. Um, so it's a really cool experience to eat there. Um, for Tex-Mex, I think hmm, Baby A's, uh, sorry, that's what we call it, Baby A's. It's actually called Baby Acapulco. Um, but it started in Austin, which a lot of the places I recommend are going to be places that either started here or are only here. Um, but it's not really the food that I recommend there. <laughs> it's their margaritas. Um, if you ever come down here, um, I recommend you getting the purple margarita. Um, they only allow you to order two, <laughs> if that gives you an example. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if you have things to do for the rest of the day, maybe not get the purple margarita um get a flight instead and it's just i think maybe four or five like shot size um samples of the different flavor margaritas that they have uh, but they are really good uh, then my favorite restaurants just overall are actually not in austin <laughs> uh, so they're in flukeville and round rock but they're right next to Austin. And Pflugerville is literally one exit from Austin. A street separates them. And then one street separates Pflugerville from Round Rock as well. Um, but my favorite restaurants there, we would be Chinese food, try Oriental Kitchen. Uh, for seafood, try Crab Kings. And Crab is spelled with a K. For Cajun food, try Down South Cajun Eats. And then for a nice dry rub and wings, try Gossip Shack 2. There's two different locations. So try Gossip Shack number two, not number one. <laughs> but all of those are located in Pflugerville. And then for Vietnamese food, I would try a restaurant called Faux Viet. Um, my go-to order there is the salted pepper chicken. My favorite wet wings restaurant is Buffalo Wings and Rings, and that is the only restaurant that I usually recommend to people that's not from here. It's actually, I think, from New York, um, but it's delicious, so I do recommend that to people. And if you want a nice hot cheesesteak, not Philly cheesesteak, because I don't want to get beat up, but a delicious cheesesteak option. Um, there's a restaurant here called Hoodies, and all of those restaurants that I just named are in Round Rock. Cool. So, I mean, that is a list. I, I would imagine if I visit Austin, I will not have trouble finding some really, really great food. So, we've talked about food, nightlife, uh, places to see around Austin. But I want to ask you a little bit about sports. You guys are obviously the home of the Texas Longhorns. And I would imagine the city goes crazy for, for that, uh, for Texas football. 
But you also have a new professional soccer team, Austin FC, and I believe you guys have a minor league basketball and hockey team as well. Talk to me a little bit about the sports scene in Austin. How much does the city buy into its teams? Um, Sports and physical activities in general are really big deals in Austin. Uh, We've been called the healthiest city in the past because of all the things that Austinites do to stay active. I love going out to the Texas Stars hockey games. Uh, They're the hockey team that we have here that you mentioned. And we haven't been in a couple years, though, to a hockey game, but they are really fun to go to. And let's see, what are some other good ones? We've only been to one of the Austin Spurs basketball games, uh, but it was really entertaining, too. And we haven't made it to a soccer game yet, but it is on our list. And we have a minor league men and women rugby team as well. And I think they're called Bold. I may be wrong on that. I think they're called Bold. (laughs) Uh, But yes, we have a minor league rugby team for men and women. Um, There's also a minor league baseball team in Round Rock called the Round Rock Express, which gets pulled into the, (laughs) the Austin teams. People claim them. It's just the Austin team too. Uh, But we watch their games more than any other sport, Um, actually considering getting season tickets for the upcoming season because it's a really good time. And they always have different things going on uh, for the game. So maybe they're giving out free bobbleheads one night when you come in or $1 beer and hot dogs uh, one night. But it's always something fun going on with them. And then... I feel that all the teams are strongly supported here. Uh, you can usually tell when it's a game day because people are walking around wearing their jerseys and team merch. And it's like, oh, it must be a UT game today. Must be an Aggies game today. <laughs> uh, but other forms, fun sports around town are disc golf, the roller derby, rowing, ice skating, biking. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a lot to do here physically. <laughs> Yeah, you guys really have every every kind of physical activity or sports. You guys can check it off the list. That's great. Um, are there any other attractions or sites that we haven't talked about yet, but are things you might want to recommend for visitors to check out? Uh, some things that I would recommend are um, our outdoor activities that we have. Um, so Austin is a perfect blend of city life and outdoor life combined. And it's really the second reason that we moved here. Um, We like going outdoors. We love camping, hiking, all that good stuff. And we're surrounded by state parks here. So that's a bonus. We have Pedernales Fall, which has really beautiful waterfalls there. Um, There's also Ink Lake State Park. And a fun fact about Texas in general is that it has 90 state parks here. (laughs) So you will definitely find a park that you like. Um, But for outdoor activities, uh, you can boat right through downtown. Like I was saying with the kayaks and canoes and everything for Lady Bear Lake, you can go on a tour with the Austin Rowing Club and they'll take you straight through downtown and give you Austin history along the way. 
and also just fun facts about the city. And they also give you time to just take pictures if you want or just enjoy your ride. Um, another fun thing that we have to do here is called e-bikes. <laughs> and it's uh, electric bikes. Um, there's this company called Our Biker Gang or Your Biker Gang. Let me make sure. Your Biker Gang. <laughs> um, they are here and also in Florida, the people that own this company. And they also take you to a tour through downtown, but by land. And um, they give you some really interesting facts also. Um, so if you are new here and you want to learn more about the city, those two tours are a really good way to do it. And you might meet new people because sometimes more than just the people from your group are in the tour. Uh, so you can meet new people that way and you can just experience the outdoors a little better, have some fun for the day. Um, other than that, on um, other things to do around here, it's pretty much limitless almost. We have water parks. Um, we don't have theme parks. That's one of the things missing here. And for it to be the state capital, we surprisingly don't have a real zoo here. <laughs> uh, the zoo is in Dallas, uh, the big zoo for Texas. Uh, we do have a zoo here, but it's not a zoo zoo. It's like um, a sanctuary more for animals. And they have a petting zoo there for like little animals. But if you want to have the full zoo experience, that would unfortunately be in Dallas. <laughs> Maybe one day it'll come here. <laughs> so, I mean, there is plenty to do in Austin, and I really love talking through uh, some of the things to do around the area. But I want to talk about you a little bit. It'salisenicole.com is your website, and it features blog posts on travel, lifestyle, and more. What made you decide to launch your website? And give us a little more detail about the posts that you have and what you plan to add in the future. Thank you. Um, on my website, I switched between calling it a website and a blog. Um, because currently I'm mostly using it for a blog, but I do plan on having more things on there in the future. Um, so it will be just a full on website. But um, the things that I post on there currently are, as you said, food, lifestyle, travel, um, home decor. I use it as a progress report kind of when I'm doing home decor projects around the house, uh, giving updates as to the status, how far I went that week. Um, when I visit hotels or restaurants, I like to sometimes write my experiences that I had there, um, hopefully good. <laughs> it's usually a good time when I go places. I haven't had too many bad experiences. Um, but yeah, I really just like to give my experience places and let people know that a lot of places that they've been thinking about going aren't, well, I guess they are, <laughs> places that people have been thinking about going are more accessible than they think. Um, so like camping, a lot of people are a little skeptical about camping, but I love it. Uh, so I like to document that a lot to show them it's not scary. 
and you can have a lot of fun doing it or if you're not ready for the full-on camping you can go glamping which is basically staying in a hotel outside <laughs> uh, but there's something for everyone and i like to just try to show people that that there's something out there for you and let me show you how you can get to it uh, basically uh what i plan to do in the in the future with it is like i was saying make it more of a full-fledged website offering well i do offer a few services on there now for my social media business um, social media management consulting for small businesses um, i have that on there already uh, but i'm going to start promoting it more in the future i do it kind of on the side right now and I want to have more guides for people. Uh, so if you're going to visit San Antonio, you can just click here and see the best things to do in San Antonio, um, those kind of things. So just broaden it out a little bit, but not too much. <laughs> cool. And listeners, that's that website is itselisenicole.com. Elise spelled A-L-Y-S-E. Um, if someone wants to stay connected with you on social media, tell us where we can go on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or any other platform uh, to kind of stay connected with you. On all platforms except YouTube, um, Elise Nicole 85. So it's A-L-Y-S-E-N-I-C-O-L-E 85. And then on YouTube, it's just Elise Nicole, Elise space Nicole. And that's how you can find me. Awesome. And Elise, I have one more question for you before we close the uh, podcast today. And it's actually something I ask all my guests. Destinations Beyond Expectations is the podcast uh, designed for students of travel. So I want to ask you, are you someone who considers yourself to be a student of travel? Um, have you learned about travel and a lot as you've gone through your different uh, travel experiences and um, if so, tell me, you know, one of the lessons that you've learned along the way. I do consider myself a student of travel. Um, every trip that we take, uh, we learn. We try to learn something about that place first. Uh, we like to experience only like local businesses and restaurants when we go places so that we can really get a feel for where we are. And learn a little bit of the history that's why i like doing things like the bike tour and all of that so that i can learn like the nitty-gritty of the cities basically um one lesson that i've learned so far is to be gracious wherever you are um because you didn't have to be there in the first place uh, a lot of people are wanting to go places right now and they just aren't able to so be grateful that you're able to go in the first place. Once you get there, thank the people that you meet. Be kind. And something I learned about New York in, in particular, <laughs> well, which is a funny lesson, is to use the bathroom before you leave, <laughs> wherever you're going. <laughs> because they do not have a lot of public restrooms there. So before you leave wherever you are, use the bathroom that is <laughs> actually you don't know where you're gonna find the next one <laughs> yeah and that's like i mean it sounds funny but that's a great lesson to learn um 
you know, you just never know where the next restroom is going to be. So uh, just if you have that on the back of your mind when you're in New York, that's probably very, very helpful. Um, Elise, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show uh, to talk about things to do around Austin. I really appreciate you taking the time to come on the podcast. Thank you for having me again. It was really fun and I hope to be back. A big DBE thank you to Elise for joining the podcast. Make sure to check the show notes to find out more about itselisenicole.com. And remember, you can give her a follow on Instagram as well. If you're a fan of the Destinations Beyond Expectations podcast, don't forget to share the show with a friend and subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening. Destinations Beyond Expectations is the official podcast of Group Experience. Visit groupexperience.com and begin building your travel tribe. If you want more DBE, you can visit dbetravel.com to find all the episodes, some fun travel blogs, and more. Before we close today's episode, I invite you to follow Group Travel Odyssey on Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Why? Well, each Thursday, I'm part of a live stream show called Destination Dispatch, where I team up with co-hosts Jim Delaman and Keith Snowd to learn more about great destinations and things that groups can do there. You can catch the show live every Thursday at 2 o'clock Eastern when they stream in real time on Group Travel Odyssey's Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn pages. So make sure to check out Destination Dispatch. Well, that's all I've got for today's show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great rest of your day, and I will talk to you soon.